Hey guys, welcome to the Young Minds Podcast. Um, crazy episode. You'll never believe the guest we had on, but I cannot believe I got this guy to come out and sit on the podcast. Um, you're going to learn so much. You're also going to learn um, where the podcast is going now and things that I'm changing in my life and realizing about myself and the guest as well. So without any further ado, let's just jump right into it. Enjoy. Well, it's a pleasure to have this guest on the show. It's the first time we've ever had him, and I'm very excited for this conversation. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? <laughs> what? 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 He's back. Oh, my God. <laughs> round of applause. Round this, of applause. This is a beautiful moment right now. This feels really good, to be honest, because it didn't feel too good a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks, bro. It's been like months. A month. Months. I, time flies, dude. Time flies when you're having a great time. Not doing this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, seriously, honestly, though. like Nice tea, It though. felt like... Where'd you get that? Thanks, bro. Uh, it's my favorite podcast you ever. Almost, you almost tried to give me that t-shirt when you left. You were like, here's a t-shirt, man. I'm like, what? I was like, you just a large? Keep it. <laughs> Are you a large, bro? You want this? Giving away everything. I'm like, yeah, dude, just keep the shirt. <laughs> this is like the worst breakup ever. <laughs> giving, back, but, giving me back my clothes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? Like, they take it. I've lost like 17 sweatshirts, and I've only had like two girlfriends. Dude, I bitch at Caitlyn every... She tries... You know what she tries to take? You know that Alphalete hoodie I have? The really fuzzy one? No. I mean, you have only Alphalete clothing. No, no, no. So it's but like the I have one only hoodie. sweatshirt I no. wear ever. I have, God damn it, Frank, you know my clothes. I have one hoodie that's fuzzy. The whole thing's fuzzy. Anyways. Obviously, I don't. Whatever. Obviously, I thought we were a little better than this. <laughs> I won't. But she tries to take that every time, and I freak the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. That Jen has. I'm like, not that one. Anyone but that one. I'm like I'm not. I will not let you leave this house, dude. I bought one crew neck. So I was like, I need a crew neck. I find crew necks to be so comfortable. Then I bought a Young Minds crew neck. So now I have two. Guess who has them? Not me. Jen. She took yours as well. Both of them. My champion hers. one and the fu- and the Young Minds one. I'm like, I don't have any more crew necks now. Now I need a crew neck. So if I buy another crew neck, like, oh, I like gray. Sometimes, now, sometimes you gotta put the fucking foot down. Sometimes you just gotta make sacrifices. It's <laughs> just all the time, actually. Not sometimes, but uh. We do, and it's worth it. So, it's it's a give and take. Yeah, I'm uh, obviously just it. messing around. No, 100%. but I'm actually like not messing around. Like she actually can't take that hoodie. From yeah, me. I I guess your athlete shit. It's sacred to you, so it makes a little bit of sense. She has some of my athlete stuff. She's not that one. Sounds it's fuzzy. Yeah, but it's. But anyways, uh, how you been? It's dude. Where you at nowadays? Where I'm where are you? Damn good. Right now, this is like the glory month. Before all right, so limbo. Let's let's just say if you listen to last podcast with me in it, I was saying where I was going. I was going to go into nursing school, and the, now I need a job. So let's get a job that's kind of like nursing that's not really nursing. So being a nursing assistant or a patient care associate. Um, real quick, I'm looking at the audio right now, and my headphones they went out. What are you talking about? I could hear you a little bit. What do you mean? Oh, like you can't hear shit from your headphones. And now I can kind of hear it, but like, look how low I'm coming in. So are we better now? We are better now. Yes. Now I hear you perfectly. Okay. Right, Great. Cool. Sweet. I'm glad I can make this work. Anyway. So, um, so I went to a local hospital, uh, local health care system, and I applied as a patient care associate, which is basically a nurse assistant. So you do everything that a nurse does, except you don't administer medicine. What so you don't need, need what a do you license. Need to get that? You don't need anything. You just need a good resume and a good interview. Good character. Ultimately. Right? Yeah. So really? like you That's have to it? pass that test. Because now 
they every month they hold classes for phlebotomy, vital signs. Mm. Uh, you read EKGs, you read uh, heartbeats, everything like that. And uh, basically they go through everything that you need to do in this one month intensive class. It's nine to five every day, Monday through Friday. Um, and then you just you pass the test at the end. Then you go on Is this to a class shadow other people. Given by the by hospital? The hospital, yeah. Okay. So like they, they pay for you, they pay you and also give you this education. And it's like it makes no sense not to do it. Um so we're gonna go through that for a month, pass that, and then I have to shadow somebody of my position, another patient care associate, for about another month, uh, on their schedule during the day, and I have to get fifty blood draws by the end of my shadowing where I then pass the test and I'm able to work on my own and I'm trusted on my own. So that's my next two months starting June 5th all the way to what are hours around. for that job? I'm going to be working three to 11, three days a week. Oh, so it's just like an, a hospital shift. Yeah. Three yeah. to 11. That's yeah. what Caitlin does right now. Three to 11. Three, it's ideal for school. It's the perfect school shift. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Because at gym, school, anything that you prioritize that's outside of work, it's perfect. Because like a seven yeah. to three is cool too, but it's like, then you give the rest of your day. It's just reverse. Which is then fine. night school instead of. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like night school for me, like it never worked as good as morning school. Like waking up because you're like, primed in the morning. Exactly. Like Obviously. I'm way more because the job you kind of autopilot after a while. You know how to do it. Yeah. So I figured that was perfect. And what does pay for something? And like then that? Uh, it's twenty five an hour, okay. uh, twenty three something an hour. So for now, it's it it's lit. I literally made that when I first started working at Northwell, doing what I was doing. I made that and worked those hours. Then I went to sales and made basically double that, and then now I'm back down to that again it's like yeah but i mean you're on a different life no of course it's just it's exactly what i made in the same type of place at the same time period like it's a it's weird how everything goes full circle because i was doing that job initially the northwell job going pre-med oh really for yeah i didn't even know that but it was like a six-month decision that i made you know for one semester i was like all right we're doing this let's go let's crush this with that intention and then it just kind of i went the business route in that same field in the same company but uh, my goals changed. But now I'm back in that situation, a different group, obviously, because we're not going to go back there. Um, so now I'm in a – instead of the Jewish health system, I'm actually in the Catholic health system. It's kind of funny. Oh, um, so you've turned religious in the month. No, I haven't. It's just where I go. <laughs> instead of going to like, you know, what is that, a synagogue? No, you're asking I, the wrong person. I'm, yeah, I don't know shit. Whatever. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm going to the Catholic version of that now. So it's exciting, and then I have to take anatomy and physiology. Ah, dude, we were talking about this on FaceTime. Yeah, and I have to condense that shit into a month. Dude. So for those of you out there who have never taken or don't need to take anatomy and physiology 1 and A&P 2, yeah. they, listen, I like knew fitness. I took both those classes. I knew fitness. I know the body. But goddamn, that class is something different. It is so hard. And when you told me that on FaceTime, the first thing I said was like, yo, Doing that because a summer class is three weeks. It's two four, and a half. It's f- actually four and a half. Oh, really? Four and I a guess half though, weeks, I guess four days different. a week, and okay. labs every day. Yeah, dude. Condensing A and P one and A and P two into summer like, good luck. While I'm learning the St. Francis, bro. Thing. Literally, literally doing good luck. Like, <sighs> it's it's gonna. It be was hard hell of a ride. For, for when it was a whole semester. It's like, going really to hard. prime me for nursing school, which is good, right? Ultimately, it's going to probably be for the work ethic. Because I might haven't even be had to harder work. than nursing school. It probably will because of the physical I know, time. Uh, you know, Lauren is a nurse, mm-hmm. like working nurse. 
And she was saying like, she would even be nervous to go back and take an AMP. And she's like a working nurse. That kind of sucks because I, I don't feel that way at all. I have to be completely honest. But you've never taken it. I've never like taken it, taken but it. I've also taken, I've done in my personal training courses, what you see is the same thing. It's the same body, right? So you see mm-hmm. it. I, I know, I get it. But the first semester is one thing and then the AMP2 is a different, AMP2 is actually AMP2 is easier. Scarier. No, AMP2 is easier. It's Everyone easier? says it. Yep. Everyone okay. says it. Well, fuck everyone. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go in with my own and I'm sure, I'm sure you're obviously going to do it. Yeah, it's going to get done. It, it's going like, to happen. Good luck. Yeah, no, I thank you. I'll take been that there, luck and there, I'll just that. put it in the back pocket and still slaughter it. You're gonna need it. Knock this bitch out of the park. We're right fine. There. We're good. I got three days off. I got Friday, Saturday, Sunday to do stuff, study, and go to you the gym. You think you're gonna be study off. and go to the good gym? Good luck. That's, that's literally all it's gonna be. All I'm gonna, I don't know, but it's for a month. So it's actually gonna be like a nice. It's so opposite of what I'm doing right now. Right now, I'm literally making no money because I don't wanna shit where I eat at, at Lifetime and train people and get like the the stare you know yeah. what i'm saying because people know me if like i'm with somebody who's not in shape they're not my workout partner they know that it's just not i know everyone there so it's like they're i've kind of ran it past them like hey what if i just brought my uncle in or you know what if i just yeah just, you have to be employed they're like nah no nah, nah, frank like we like you but like we don't like you that much you know like, well, they just, can't they, they can't have to be employed it's exactly it's yeah. corporate decision so when people see that they kind of don't trust it so i'm like all right i guess i'm making no money for a month now so i'm just kind of sitting here and it's I know what the future holds, so it's, I'm okay with it. No, of course. But, like, it's I'm doing nothing. That's why I'm like, oh, I'll come over and do a podcast. Did you pick go. up a book? You reading? Uh, No. No, I'm not reading. What are you doing? I'm just – Documentaries? I'm actually, right now, like, specifically right now, I have so many little – What? Podcasts. I'm podcasting, yes, right now, specifically. Um, But I'm actually writing out plans, workout plans for my future while I'm going to be in school. I'm learning different meal prep tactics for myself for these crazy schedules, trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to eat. I have it all written out, too. I know when I'm going to have breaks, when I'm going to have time. So I'm going to prepare those types of meals for it. And then I'm making Jen her own workout plan as well. Um, I'm making mine, aggregating it over time. So I know how much is going to be for this next month. I know how limited on time I'm going to be. So I know what kind of schedule I'm going to have to to work with and I'm going to be fasted for a lot of my workouts. So I have to figure out a workout plan that's going to work so that I don't get bogged down saying, oh God, I wish I could just go to the gym and just, I'm just going to wing it and well, then not ever, make progress and that'll fuck me up. Do you ever work out early mornings? Always. I used to only. I used to okay, only work too. out fasted early in the morning. Okay, me too. So they that's what I was going to say that was. like, it's not that, it's not hard at all the fasted and working out when it's early in the uh, in the morning. No, I just got to change my volume though. So the volume's gonna be different. It's gonna be distributed over a longer period of time. And when I work out in the morning, it's gonna be more explosive, powerful stuff. Not long time under tension. That'll be on my Friday, Saturday, Sunday where I could eat, store up the carbs for the day. Cause I work very, very well with hypertrophy and bodybuilding at night, like 12 p.m. to like 8 p.m. That's when I could really push weight and feel good. Cause I ate. But if I'm going to the gym at like 5.30 in the morning, I should have just eaten the night before and used whatever stored up from then and then just crush it then. I, that's how I know my body works. But I know it won't work the other way. That's why. So I wrote out a regiment for explosive workouts three days out of the four days a week that I'm going to be going to the gym. Uh, that I'm going to be going to work and school, work and school, work and school where they're stacked. So I'm excited, but I know it's going to be a bitch. But I've done it before. A big one. You know, I've just I've done this before. I just haven't done this caliber of schooling and this type of work that I'm doing specifically during this May to June period. Actually, no, it's all of June. June 5th to June 30th. 
is going to be the St. Francis intensive class. And then okay. at and then night, I'm going to be doing the cl- yeah. A&P. So that's going to be like just a lot of learning, a lot of mental application. But I don't give a fuck because I'm going to get it done and it's going to be it's over in a month. Exactly. So. Everything gets done. Yeah. So I'm excited. people stress about it. It's like, yo, it finishes. 100%. So there's really no, I'm no, no regrets here. I got no regrets. Get it tatted. So, um, what's going on with you, bro? <sighs> Me. Let's turn the tables on this motherfucker because it's not silent in that corner. Where do you start? Well, let's start a year ago when we, a little over a year ago, where we met and decided to do this podcast, mm-hmm. right? So I was in school at Queens College for physical education. And I was, I could easily say it was, I mean, you know how many times I've changed my major across the board, so many different things. And uh, physical education was the first thing where I was like, okay, I could really see myself doing this. I really enjoy the type of work it is, the atmosphere you work in with the kids, because they're not, I used to teach um, elementary school kids, fucking devils. They're all devils. They're all horrible. I, I don't know how teachers, I don't know how there's a market for that. Like, it's just, they are uncontrollable, uncontrollable. So I did student teaching um, at Mepham High School in Belmore and at, at high school. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun. Like, I enjoyed it. You, you can mess around with kids. You can make jokes. High school is awesome. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, <clears throat> when I was student teaching, I was able to make fun of them lightly, have them laugh, respect me. And then, you know, I feel like as a gym teacher, your responsibility is less in the academic world. However, you have the kids at a moment when their endorphins should be heightened, right? And if you are that cool personality, which I feel that I am, you'll be able to send subliminal health messages or just life messages like you should. Because mm-hmm. as a teacher, I mean, all of us who went through to, to high school, we all have that one teacher that they are way more than just a teacher, right? It, and not because of, oh, they taught me so well in the curriculum. No, it had nothing to do with the curriculum. It was because they were just there for you. They talked to you. They got you. You know, we, or they gave the, you like Starburst. They were the right. two teachers. Well, that's coming from a fat kid. Yeah, exactly. In high that was so, why I was like, you got Jolly Ranchers? <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So <laughs> I'll stay. So being in school for physical education, I was very excited about that. And plus, I mean, listen, you only work, not that I hate working, but you only work eight months out of the year. You have your summers off. And then every day you're out at, what, 2.30? Or if, if you don't have a ninth period, you're out at 145 or whatever it is. Like, yeah, that's insane. Every single holiday. No, no, no grading papers as a gym teacher. Yeah. Every single holiday off. Um, and then benefits as a teacher are great. And then in New York State, uh, teachers get paid a good amount of money, a really good amount of money. I actually, I, you know how it's all public information. Yeah. I went on to um, some database and I pulled up all my ex-gym teachers' salaries <laughs> and they were making like 120K a year. It's so for weird. working eight months only. It's a joke. Yeah. So I was like, this is beautiful because what do I love in life? You know, I love to work out m- myself. I love to travel. I'm literally leaving this Tuesday for Iceland and France and that and, and family and having like my own family. And that completely sets you up to have that. And as a teacher, too, you can have your own your own hobby. Right. So. So to be completely honest, the past month when you weren't here. I've been lost. I sound like a fucking puppy. I've been lost just trying to figure out what Young Minds is. What is Young Minds Media? What am I doing here in this studio? Like, what am what is the company and what am I doing? Right. 
because a year ago when I was still in school, I dropped out, not because I was like, oh, fuck school, you know, I hate, I just, I hate the the system and I don't want a job. It wasn't because of that. It was because the we met, the podcast started growing. I saw value in it. It made sense because you and I were doing it and mm-hmm. it just worked, right? I wasn't, I wasn't running around saying, oh my God, I need to start a podcast. That's what I want to do. It just, it fell into place. Everything started rolling and it, it, I saw value in it. So now that you're gone, I've literally been struggling really hard to find value in this now, find excitement in it and find anything in the future with it. Because like I said, I would have never started it by myself. It wasn't like that. So, you know, I've been doing a lot of talking with Caitlin and, and, uh, there's no reason why I can't just finish the schooling to become a physical education teacher. I don't have that much time left. If I don't take any summer or winter classes, it's three years. But if I take them, it's two. Yeah, so, take them. Yeah, no, 100% I am. So two years is nothing. It goes like this. And then two years, I, I know the superintendents of many high school districts. I have a full-time job. But with that job, it still allows me room for hobbies and for a life. And I have to say, like podcasting, talking, I really enjoy it. Like I really enjoy doing this as a hobby and I wouldn't mind if it was just a hobby. And then even even down the line in 10, 15, 20 years, who cares? Young Minds Media, that name, because I'll always, me personally, I'll always be doing content. I love photo. I love video. The internet, it excites me. Like I enjoy that stuff. So I do it as a hobby. Why not? And, you know, I was thinking, Young Minds Media is the perfect name for some kind of adolescent health, fitness, and wellness program, you know, because that's what I love too. So I'm always going to be in that industry. I don't have to be doing anything for a living in it, but as a hobby, yeah, I'll always be in it. So what better job to have than to be in front of all these kids every year? And then not only that, but every year a new batch of kids comes in. And if I'm that teacher that's the coolest or the best or the most exciting they're all going to listen to me. And, and if I have some kind of Young Minds Media, pro- but not even now, like I'm not even working on anything now. I don't, I don't care. But down the line, who cares? There's no timeline for life. Like your best, your best achievement could come when, in your 50s. It doesn't have to be in your 20s right now. Of course, but you could see the seed right now. That's That could be planted whether you focus on watering Well, the seed it. is just my passion, exactly. which is fitness and health and wellness. It doesn't have to be something now, but it's there. It's there and... I feel like this path, I'm very excited for it. And uh, so, yeah, so that's, no, I, I couldn't guess. agree more. I Honestly, though, I could, to piggyback on that, because I couldn't agree more. I had that job at Northwell, technically, without the, the ability to then kind of funnel the kids and my influence through that, right? But it was still pretty easy, and the time that I had was like, ah, it's only a couple days a week, five days a week, right? But like for a shorter day, that's how I made it, right? So that physical schedule with the income coming in, the security and all that shit and then allowed me yourself. to come here to be like, let's talk about whatever. And that hobby aspect was the most valuable. And I didn't know that. I didn't I didn't isolate that. I didn't see it either. Until after I lost my job and I go, oh, this isn't fun because I don't have the security of being able to do whatever I want to because that's what fosters the the good conversation, the happy mood, the the optimism for the day. Well, financial and stress it, too is, it one sucks. Of, is literally because one of the worst stresses. Because it's vital. It's like breaking your leg in the wild when we were hunters and gatherers. It's like how am I going to get food? How am I going to protect? How, how are all these vital, these baseline needs going to be met? 
I'm not going to live at home all the time. That crushes the ego and the soul, you know? Yeah. So like, what the hell is going to be my out? And if my out is this media company, I have to make money soon. And Which is not how a startup it's, works. It's horrible like it's because then you compromise quality for quantity. Quantity of what? Quantity of whatever the hell we're trying to come up with. And we tried to come up with it very quick. And I was like, this isn't something that we should be doing. And in my head, it just – it smelt like rotten fish. It's just like I smelt it. I was like, this sucks. Something's wrong here. I don't know what, where it's coming from, but something sucks in the sense that this method isn't going to work. Well, but it wasn't this. The content it was, was the was financial perfect. aspect. Exactly. The, but like yeah. the situation for me, I was like, this doesn't work for me. Granted, nothing that we did was compromising our integrity. Everything that we've created, talked about, produced has been real to and the full sincere. Extent. Yeah. But my the the overall value that it brought me as in my career, it just wasn't going to work. In my career, I don't need it to be the thing that I love to do every single day. But I could find something that I could well, do every single day that I wake up and go, I'm ready to do this and yes. I'm going to do it my best. Yes. It doesn't have to be this thing that I'm bleeding passion for because at some point you have to compromise it in order to make it fit the financial. But inevitably, inevitably you will find a lot of passion in what you're doing i will find it but i didn't i didn't have it it wasn't here like fitness and health and no i mean wellness the, was the always nursing here that's what i mean healthcare like you will find passion in that it will be very rewarding same thing with me and, and and the schooling it will be so rewarding exactly but you have you didn't feel it now to say hey i want to be that then it's there's a timeline that goes in between that right so from now you know that it will manifest into this beautiful life and my passion will then kind of ride with it and this will be great but I didn't feel that while I was here because I started feeling, okay, well, how do I make money with well, you this? Felt I, financial have stress. I have to. Yeah. I have to make money exactly. with this ultimately. So now I'm not feeling the passion. I'm actually walking away from the thing that I love the most to try to display it to people. Like when I was eating food, I would take a picture and make sure that it was planted correctly so that I could put the individual ingredients on each of the things because I focused on the fact that people need to know that I represent this type of brand. Well, this no, is that's, what I just, do every that's day. just how – but that's how I thought that's about just how social media works. Like you exactly. were doing that before the podcast to try to build up for the podcast. Ultimately, no, no, no. Before ultimately. we even had the podcast. No, I know, but shit. I wanted to build some sort of branding of myself. Oh, and in order to okay. show, you have to you have to show people what you do yeah. on a daily, and people go, "Oh, you know, I remember he was doing this all the time." So whatever he's saying is probably what he does. Oh yeah, I remember him doing that. Like I wanted to build that type of of uh, residual value with my my following. Well, yeah, that's how so, that's how and that stressed me out more than. Going to a job because it was like every single day, every hour of the day for me, it was like I gotta. Okay, so when I eat that, I should display it correctly. Okay, and like that little it probably wasn't burden. that. It was the financial thing bringing you down. It was, but I I don't do that it. now though. I don't take pictures of my shit now but you because will. I don't. You will want eventually. To. I once in a while though, not like every day. Like all right, this is my breakfast, this is my lunch, my dinner. I don't care. I don't want to show people that. I don't really care. What I do care about, though, one day is to have the ability to – now it's zoom forward when I have three days a week that I'm working and then four days off, have the ability to share ideas and talk about what's going on at work and then Things how that, that, how that yeah. meshes into today's day and age where prehab and rehab meet. Now I have both views of That's that. Exactly like, what I want to, and and then, it's all leisure. It's like – And me too. Dude. Talk about the, the struggles of the kids I see around me and – what the fitness is like for the, a lot of these kids? Yeah, like, you'll literally have the healthy young kids, and then the and fat I'll have young the kids. I'll have the like dying no, I'll see older the fat ones people, too. and then we could actually like mesh in the middle and talk about that. Like I like the There'll idea. Be so much conversation. I like the idea that we live real lives because ultimately, with this, when we came here every single day, I felt like we were very unrelatable at some point because it's like who lives this life? Who lives like the hey, I'm hanging out with my homies at a gym. 
and like, oh, I'm just gonna go eat whenever I want to. I don't have a boss. Nothing. Yeah. And well, it's trainers, like, trainers live that life. Yeah, that's but it's it. like that's, that's it. it, and yeah. we're not really talking to the trainer, right? We're talking to your average Joe, someone who's trying to get out of a rut, and like. It, I didn't feel like I was really providing much value for people. Cause I'm like, I don't endure the struggle that you have. I actually don't have the adversity that you have every day to like maybe wake up and not want to go to your job or not want to deal with so-and-so. It's like, no, nah, I just, I'm really stress-free, but I'm also kind of like goal free. I don't even have a goal. I just want whatever this is to grow. And it was very loose. Something. It was very loose, but that's because this was a startup. Like yeah. there is no cement to it yet. Yeah. But I'm actually very excited to, keep this as a hobby 100 percent, because it just makes sense at this point it was so much fun it was so much fun when the structure was in place for me at least i think i think if you would have never got fired and i would have stayed in school it would have just been a lot better like we would have still continue to have that backbone and uh, then you maybe even go back to school podcast wise yes yeah but for me personally when it came to because that's kind of like you went from what you were doing stopped and then now you're back to what you were doing me it was like Oh, wait, no, totally different thing because I was business, 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 but I know I didn't want that. Yeah, but th throughout you would have found and I'm sure. I know, it probably would have done your fucking thing. long as hell. You think so? So now, but this was just like, hey, wipe this slate clean. You're going here now. So yeah. now that, that's one thing too. Like the pain that I felt for about a month and a half, two months of my life, like, and by pain, psychological, just kind of looking at things like, holy shit, dude. Like, I'm going to go work for Cintas. I'm going to go sell clothing to a bunch of people who are just laboring, like if it's a mechanic or... I'm so happy you thought that. So that I can you were money, telling me that and trying to be sound excited to go do that. I was excited for the money. I that was, was just it. like, I was just like, hey, I'm going to make money and get really good benefits. I missed that structure and backbone, but I was like, okay, so every day I'm going to do Thanks. that to I'm, evolve bro, into what? I'm no. so happy you're telling me this right now. Because I remember that day we were playing basketball. Yeah. And you were telling me about, oh, this job I have, I got to sell clothes. I'll make a lot of money. I didn't say anything to you because you were so excited what it looked yeah. like. But I was, in my head, I'm just like, this fucking guy. Relative to the pain like, that I was feeling, <laughs> I was excited. Drop and I, everything for money and just it. sell whatever. Yeah. I mean, I would have dropped this for the, the situation I was in. You felt anything. the stress. You felt yeah, the I would have sold lemonade. I'm, dude, financial stress is real. It, it is. It's, it is a, a, it's a life or death feeling. So feeling that adversity, which I usually don't feel. I have to be honest. Like I, my life, like I've always created my adversity. That's why I love the gym. It makes you feel like, oh, I have yeah, a task. Create, exactly. I have to create this like this negative situation, which is the pain of exercise, so to speak. And like the, I don't want to do another set. That's going to hurt. We're gonna do but I'm going to do that set. And then when you're done, you're like, oh, well, that's the only, honestly, that's the only adversity we have nowadays. Ex exactly. Except for, because you always had that really good job. Yeah, exactly. And then, so it was and just like, like that's my taste. Yeah. So now having this giant macro pain where I'm like, oh, but the direction of my life and my, and this is maybe all internal, but my uh, self, the way that I value myself and the way that I'm viewed amongst my peers is actually going to shift because now I'm this unemployed, kind of loosely, Loser. you know, just kind of swaying with the wind, whatever. But like I have integrity, right? I'm 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 strong willed and I could do whatever I put my mind to and I tell people and I could pull people out of their ruts like I tell them what to do. And it's like, well, why don't you clean your room? Why don't you clean your room first instead of telling other people what to do? But that's not the case. It was just I didn't know to look at nursing in the face and go, what is this? And everything that I'm good at and everything that I really enjoy is right here in nursing. It's the caretaker. I'm a very, very compassionate person at heart, but I'm also extremely logical and science-based. That is the two morphed into one. And then being a doctor, 
is actually recession is not recession proof. It's it's actually not technology proof. I feel like being a doctor no. is much more sketchy than being a nurse because you need nurses no matter what. You need the compassionate element, and that's something that's really big. The now, doctors on, on. just do need you, to be like me. Do you think you're going to be good at the bedside manner, the compassionate I'm part? I'm going to be very good at that because you have because to get very emotional with these people. Like, bro, I watch Caitlin tells me stories about nurses that come in and they're fucking robots. And these people are are sick, are sad, are alone all day in a room. And the nurse will just come in and be like, here, take your meds. Okay, bye. And that's it. And Caitlin, you know, she sees it and she's like, it's so fucking sad. Like, why? Because, you know, there's nurses that are really, really nice. They'll come in. They'll hold your hand. They'll talk to you. Like, that's what you need. Well, at, at all right. So points. here's the thing. So it all depends on, and this is, there's two things. It depends on the individual. But not well, all course, nurses are going to be like that because not all institutions are like that. So they have this uh, Press-Ganey score. Well, yeah, the ER is different from the psychiatric unit, different from the... It is, but the score that the... the So all hospitals, at least in New York, that I know of, are politically skewed within each other, right? They all have this kind really? of like... We are the number one cust- uh, patient service center. We are the number one for the patient service score. Like their satisfaction, patient satisfaction, that's what I'm looking for the satisfaction score so like at st francis um they specifically are going to be looking for patient satisfaction so like they sign out a uh they sign out a survey they want to make sure that the patient had the best experience that they could have they're not looking at how much money we can make how many uh units we could get in they're looking at what was the best score because that's their claim to fame is their quality of service mm. so in the curric in the, i don't want to say curriculum but in the uh, standard operating procedures as a nurse, it is forced into them. Like you need to make sure that you show them the utmost care and compassion. That becomes almost first or ranked higher than amongst another hospital, which well, is like, hey, look, we just want to turn over more. Yeah. Exactly. Each so, hospital has their own. So those structure. nurses, I don't know where she was. Maybe Northwell was she at? Yeah, yeah, she works in Northwell. So yeah, it's like being there. Maybe there was like a quick like, you know. They well, no matter where you are, there's some nurses that are just like, why are you a nurse? Yeah. But then if they affect the scores, depending on the place, depending on how strict they are, then it's like, all right, well, my nurse was a bitch. And okay, yeah. so now we're going to talk to Jamie, you know, because she was being a bitch. Right. So that all depends on then Jamie's the, yes, yeah, Jamie's always a bitch every time. <laughs> Sounds like a bitchy name. But uh, it's, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so when they review those scores and when your live, when your job depends on that you then focus in a different place. But it shouldn't because your compassion should come from an, an, from the place from within. It should be something that you make happen. But uh, regardless of the fact, you for me personally, like when I look at what it is, I haven't had any experience in the field yet specifically. But I know how I interact with people and I never, I'm never short with people if I intend to do well with them. Like I'm never like, true. oh, let me just be short with you and hopefully you still think I'm cool. Never. I'm always so conscious. I'm always playing out three or four steps ahead with everything. It's just how I think, right? And you know that. I'm always ahead in my thought process, whether it be good or bad. But at least I know that if I interacted with a a patient, they need to know that I'm going to give them the best possible care that I I can. Because if I don't, then that's my integrity as a person. That's my job. And why am I even here? Then this becomes another nine to five where I'm just, I don't care. I'm just going to show up. I don't want to do that. I was literally saying to myself the other day, I was like, every time I was looked at like when I was going to school or when I'm going to work, like, all right, what's the next place? When When's the next horizon? What's the next chapter? Right? Like, all right, what, what do I do after that? I'm always thinking in the future. And it's like, life starts now. June 5th, when I start my, my, uh, my St. Francis 
it's going to my life starts my 24 hours a day starts and i look in the future just to say hey look that's what you have to anticipate cool done we're stop looking in the future we're done we're here now and every step that i take every single day is going to be daily it's not going to be weekly monthly annually i know that the process is kind of laid out for me and now i need to enjoy the moment truly engulf myself in the moment and not be so like, well, what, what is this going to bring? Ultimately, like, where can I go from here? How's that going to do that once in a while so you understand where you're going to go? But don't think about that daily. That's something that I do a lot is I think about that type of shit daily. And that's why I've been so into psychedelics. And, you know, cannabis has been a big help for me because it, it forces me back into that moment. And that's why I feel free. And that's where I do a lot of my thinking. And I go, well, and I have this like fight back and forth where I'm like, all right, well, what's the future going to hold? The future has got to be something. There's got to be something bigger than what you're doing now. No, shut the fuck up. Shut up. What do you want day to day? Because that's all you experience is your day to day. So evaluating what a nurse was, I was like, I like even the worst of that is someone else's pain being projected onto you. And if you're resilient as a person, you could take care of that shit and basically be poor. You could be a whiteboard. You know, shit could splash right off of you and you wipe it right off. It's not going to stain me. It's not going to make me, you know, like pissed off for the rest of the day. And then now my life sucks because I dealt with one shitty patient. You're going to have enough good and bad patients to even out the score. And I know that that's something that I'm going to be able to kind of walk through life with knowing hey look if you take care of your own self your own uh self-esteem and your own passions in life and you're a happy well-rounded person you go into an environment like that you're resilient you're gonna go home those people aren't going home those patients aren't going home they're there they're upset if they're upset they're not upset at you they may take it out on you you may be the symbol or the the target for their their uh, anger but you're not personally involved in their pain so you don't can't let that affect you so thinking about shit like that I was like there's really no negatives here there's no negatives I don't have to go to work I'm gonna want to go to work I'm gonna want to be the energy that people that I wish people were in my life and if I could do that then I'm at least staying true to what I say I am and I'm putting my money where my mouth is and if that's what I'm doing every day then there's nothing else to aspire to ultimately so I could put that voice in my head that's like what's this going to become how will, what's this going to be for you i could put that to sleep because what i'm doing day to day is fulfilling what my purpose is in life so yeah and, and and that's that's something that i struggle to comprehend because we <laughs> i mean we grew up the millennials where it's like grind ahead and push through and it's like you said aspire for something great in the future and be this amazing thing and you could do anything you put your mind to which yes you literally can but through doing this and making this decision to go back to school and literally taking advice from you when when you were leaving this place and we were just talking off air and you're like what do i want to do day to day and that's how you structure everything i i that's i sat back and thought the same thing like what do i want to do day to day and the people that pop in my head who are the most important that i want to spend time with like that's what i want i mean even when we were in texas uh two weeks ago we were sitting at the airbnb and we were saying to each other like oh, it would be so nice if the girls were here like yeah. if caitlin and jen were here it would be so nice because that's who the people we just enjoy spending our time with. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be, it's not like, oh, you're giving up and you're just getting a job. That's not at all what it is. It's literally enjoying the day. What is your the process of your day like? Who are you spending with? And are you completely fulfilled as a person? Which I feel like I am. 
with the help of my fitness, health, and nutrition, like I feel like I'm very fulfilled as a person. And if I could just do something day to day that's very exciting, have a great hobby like this podcast where I just enjoy it and there's no pressure for it and I'm just doing it, that's a it's a beautiful life. That is this a very is the turbocharger life. to the engine, which would be your job, right? Like you don't put a turbocharger in the engine bay and then say, all right, how are we driving? There's an engine that actually drives. Yes. Right? So the turbocharger feeds the engine more air and more power. But there needs to be an engine But there first. needs to be an engine. And that's the thing that we lost. We didn't have the engine. You went, well, I mean, you, you quit your job and quit school. That was going to be your engine. I lost my job like an asshole. I just, someone pulled my engine out and all we had were turbochargers just spinning air and there was no pressure. There's nothing. It didn't translate into motion. Damn. Motherfucker. We are flying, son. Jeez. This monster is Stop. putting me on planet. Which one? Uh, I don't know. I, I, it put me on another planet was the thing. But yeah, planet fucking lit. Oh, that's a new 2. one. 2.0. Whatever. Yeah. All right. That would have been smooth, but it is what it is. Anyway, though, the future is absolutely bright. And I'm happy. I'm proud of you for coming to that conclusion. Because I remember you FaceTimed me that day. And I was like, what is this going to be? And I was like, what is this? And he's like, bro, you're never going to believe it. Like, <laughs> is that how I started? I don't know what to believe. So, yeah, no, I have no idea. You're like, you'll never guess what what I'm about to say or something like that. Yeah. Because you probably. just FaceTime me because it was just like out of the blue. I was like, oh, what, are you, what do you forget? At my house or something. Like, yo, can you Did check he forget your his uh, hoodie? <laughs> Did he forget his hoodie? Yeah, my fuzzy hoodie. <laughs> do you know where that is? Uh, <laughs> like, I know you fucking took yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-oh, what happened? And then all I hear is. Yeah, so you know how when we started, I was going to school. I was like, "Oh shit!" You, do you remember what go. you said? You so we were FaceTiming. I got halfway through the story. You had a huge smile on your face, and then I guess someone that was in your house made noise, and you had to look away, like maybe your niece or something. So you looked away from the phone, and I was just like, "Oh, I'll I'll wait," or like I'll call you back or something. And you turn mad quick back to the phone. You're like, "No, no, no! I have a boner right now. Keep going." <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. Oh, I was like, yes. Like, right. I was like, keep going, keep going. I was like, almost done. Yeah, but yeah, no, that was a. Uh, it was a funny moment because I was like, well, this is what you were talking about. You were feeling too much stress, having to make money from the podcast. You enjoyed it better when it was a hobby. And I agree. I agree with you 100. Yeah. Like, percent Because it, it was hard to say, hey, look, I don't believe in what we're doing. That was hard to do for me. Because it wasn't that I didn't believe in what we were doing. It was like believe what we were doing. The core of what we were doing is what makes me who I am. How can I deny that? But it wasn't that. It was the way that we're trying to paint the world with this is just not a good method. Like we have the entire world we got to paint, and we're using a fucking paintbrush. Like we need some. We need bigger tools here. I need something else that I could do to take part to take a big chunk of my life responsibilities and secure those this way I could kind of put all my energy, all my fun energy, all my leisure energy into something like this, because this is what I'm passionate about. Like if I go to a party, I'm talking about this. If I go to a family gathering, I'm talking about this. Talking about fitness. Why yeah. would I not want to channel that strength in that like a muscle and just be extremely proficient in that? And then also in turn be using that type of exploration knowledge like i don't know when i go online like there's this knowledge that i i feel like i fulfill that's beyond just fake bullshit knowledge or it's wisdom wisdom is the word i'm saying not i'm feeding myself knowledge but i'm applying it and then i'm creating wisdom as opposed to just learning and just banking all that knowledge in a bank and being like oh yeah yeah, i know about that that's what i know about that that's that's talking enforces those things you learn and actually a lot of people you know i have we have you and i both have a lot of 
people we, that we could call friends who are here. And, uh, you know, when you left, they were coming in and talking and I was trying to make the decision to keep the podcast or not. And they all told me, like, for you, it seems like it's a, a it's a therapeutic outlet to just talk. And I was like, it is. It really is. Like when you and I sit and we just chat back and forth, it could be about bullshit, but it's always intellectual because it's just how we are. Yeah. And it always makes sense. And it's always in our, our realm of of happiness. And it is kind of like therapeutic and it, it, it makes you, when you talk about something, I mean, think about what a therapist is. A therapist does nothing but sit there and listen and they force you to talk about how you feel. And just by doing that, you realize yourself how you feel that you didn't even think you felt. But just by explaining, a therapist literally sits there and doesn't say anything. All, it does, all he or she does is ask questions when the conversation stops. So it's just talking. Talking is so therapeutic. It makes you realize what you really are, what you think, what you love, how much you know. And I, I want that this. Too. That, that's a huge one. How much because, you know? Yeah. Because I smoke a lot of weed. And at <laughs> night, when a bunch of these these thoughts are coming through like a river, right? Like they're flowing through and I'm grabbing one like fucking salmon. Dude, they're just coming through. I grab one. But like, I don't really know Getting if I know much about it. Head right now. Yeah, dude, I'm like a bear just sitting at the rocks. Oh, like, Bitch, you trying to jump this? Like but so as my these ideas are flowing, I'll grab one. I'll rip the head off and I'll just throw the rest of the body out. But I'll be like, oh, there was value there. But then another one comes and I'm just ripping heads off. And I'm like, wait, Han, you didn't really dive you're deep into it. not learning anything. So then when I bring it up here, I was like, oh, shit, I don't really know that much about Dude, it. Dude, you know how many and times I've started talking about something? the door and I got to go back and Bro, fucking research it. So many times I start talking about something and I get to like the point and I'm like, fuck, there's so much more, but I just really don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I know oh that my this, God, there's... I know when I heard about this, and it's so I had like depth. a brain boner and everything just kind of made sense and now but when i say it i don't really know the words yeah oh no all right i gotta go back i gotta go back home but you can't go back um, but yeah <laughs> no it's on, like it's you're here. on air it's like yeah done. <laughs> exactly so they helped me check my ego yeah helped me check my knowledge and like i re i got like a lot smarter just from doing this and it was beautiful because like when you sit there and you think a lot you're like yeah no i know i don't understand what's going on but when, when you, you say it when you say wow. it knowing that people are listening mm -hmm. and then also i feel like um articulately Articulately, Lily. That's well. That's, so much that's for the that. perfect time to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but like you know. But no, I feel like my conversations have gotten a lot better. The way I present yeah. my 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 voice. Yeah, because a lot of times we get like too quick. We'll say a bunch of shit, and maybe like we'll know that our audience is like not really that smart, right? Or not that well versed. What? Not that. Not wow. our audience. Hold on. Welcome back, Frank. Everybody. Uh, our I audience. See why you if I'm talking to somebody in person. <laughs> There are my audience. I didn't mean it, you guys. Okay, you guys are smart as fuck. PhDs in podcasts doesn't doesn't help. They're no. Pissed. Okay, so yeah. Whatever. I'm on their side. They for stopped this one. listening <laughs> right now. But uh, <laughs> so like whoever I'm listening to, I'll kind of like contour what I'm saying to them, and I'd be like, well, I have a lot more gas in the engine when I'm talking to you. But like, well, if I'm talking usually, to an astronomer, usually when you're talking to someone, it's about fitness. So obviously, you know more about them. No about no more about fitness than they do. So yes. But they're... it feels like you know so much more than you even know. Like when you start having conversations with people who don't really, really understand fitness that much, I feel like I know even more than I knew before this conversation started. The confidence is just a tsunami of fucking You're facts. Like, you want my coming information? In. Yeah. <laughs> and then versus someone else who's like maybe like a fitness guru, like someone at Paleo yeah, FX. Yeah, if we were that. just talking to someone at Paleo FX, I'd be like, I, gotta, be I just got to watch what I'm talking about because I could go a little too high here and get checked real yeah. quick. Yep. So your confidence kind of just like it. it 
it gets checked as you explore more avenues. So if you're talking to people, and we were talking about this with with uh, with Mike Bird. Shout out to Mike Bird. Yes. Uh, we were saying how you want to surround yourself with people who are usually doing what you want or aspire to be. People who are doing things that you aspire to do or levels of achievement that you aspire to obtain as well. Like you want to be around those people that are doing that. And I was saying, well, yes, it's always good to have that. But sometimes, at least for me, you need people around you who are doing a little bit less than you. But acknowledge that and see how they're doing things and know that the patterns that they're that they're living through you learn from identify it. some of those and say, okay, stay away from that. Stay away from that. But use them as checks. So like you're kind of in the middle of those two forces. But have more pulling you up. You know, I remember you guys really didn't agree with me and I had to listen back and go, wait, what was that me saying that I just like to sound smarter? Yeah. Is, is that what it is? Because I really started thinking about it. I was like, but no, because it's helped me because there's a lot of people that, you know, like some of my friends that like I, I look at, I'm like, oh, you enjoy that. Like you guys are still talking about car parts and like ultimately what's this going to give you seven horsepower and you're spending six hundred dollars and about eight hours of waiting for someone to put install it and you're stressing out that ebay doesn't have this part and there's so much negative energy around this one little thing that's gonna give you eight to twelve horsepower that you're not gonna fucking feel on new york's roads like where are you going what is the philosophy behind what you're doing and seeing that gives me introspection it helps me be introspective and say all right, maybe the little thing that is going to yield me nothing that I'm stressing over is maybe not worth it. So it, it's like a check on yourself. And I feel like for me personally, it works. Having people that are thinking, not thinking to grow, they're just looking to stay stagnant versus people thinking to grow, like being around like the Steves and being around uh, Alon, you know, people like that where I'm like, oh, you, you want to keep going. You want to keep pushing this envelope further and further and further. Being around Mike. Like people like that where they're just like trying to grow at all times. Like that's cool too. It's good to have both. So I like having both to make sense. Though, check. Both. But yeah. So <clears throat> my nose is getting stuffy. Is it allergies or are you sick? Allergies, bro. I'm not sick at all. I have, I feel I have, amazing. I have the allergy medicine that we bought in Texas. No shit. Yeah, it's right here. Does it work? I don't know. It's off brand. It. Send it, bro. It's off brand. But oh, I think uh, a bit. wrap it up. But uh, yeah, man. Seriously, this, we should. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, this is are you awesome. are you working out here? I'm not. No. Okay, no. I'm about to work out. Uh, jealous, but I'm gonna go home. I told Jen I would work out, work out with her at six thirty. Yeah, six thirty. What the fuck are you gonna do at six thirty? I got a carb load right now, and then when I'm done with that, I don't really know what else <laughs> I'm gonna do. I will sit no, after, there. I, and I'm think. gonna actually right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write my future plan for in five years. Literally. My workout for when I'm in five years. You see, yeah, I see that. In five years, I'm thinking Crap. about carb cycling. I'm going to write it down tonight, though. <laughs> I'm going to stress about it now. <laughs> All night. Nah, dude. Thank you so much for coming. No, I, it for... made me so fucking excited. I've been telling everyone, like, you guess who's coming tomorrow? I feel like a little yeah. fucking kid. But this is Santa's fun, coming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm bringing the gains, bro. Oh, man. Santa's bringing his gains and knowledge, dropping it. Mm. No, he's not. Mm. Nah, I brought, I brought food for me. Basically. That's cool. That's yeah, great. take my monster. Yeah. No, nah, I right, dude. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, guys. Uh, all right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for oh, your you just sign up on Appreciate a, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So please, if you can, just scroll down. <laughs> <laughs> you see the little five star button? <laughs> Click that shit. You know, just leave us a positive review. Let us know yes. how you felt about this. And, uh, you know, if this was informative, please share it with your friends and uh, that'll be That's all. That's a big thing. Share it with people. Yeah, you definitely should. Share like the this, link with people. 
yeah, I think everybody can relate to something that we just all bullshit aside. I think like conversations like this, people need to have with themselves and really just evaluate what you're doing yeah. because everyone needs this. So whether it's nursing, well, this wasn't us ed, on a pedestal. This was us trying to decide, you know, what we're doing. Yeah, like it wasn't like being look, vulnerable. Yeah. This was yeah. a vulnerability. Yep. This wasn't like, hey guys, guess what I fucking did? No, you know how much pain I was in for like two months. This shit sucked, but it's fucking awesome now. Now I'm happy. All right, guys. Well, Bye, guys. with that, later.